The views and opinions expressed during the following show are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect that of KPOV or High Desert Community Radio. She's a real woman with a real life. She's someone you can relate to. Open air with Don Newton. Something beautiful in my life is going down. Hey, welcome everyone. I'm Don Newton, host of Open Air on KPOV 889 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Airing Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Open Air is a weekly one-hour entertainment talk show featuring conversations with authors, local youth, entertainers, sports figures, and more. For all you board game players, um, we've got a new game for you. It's called Chickapig. And while it's, you know, it's for kids, but adults like to play it too. And the creator of Chickapig, Brian Calhoun, and his partner, musician Dave Matthews, uh, have created this board game, Chickapig. I just like to say it. Um, it's really taken the world by storm. It, the brand is really taken off. It's a number one bestseller um, for Amazon board games. It's been a nominee for the 2019 Toy of the Year. And it has, it's a winner recommended by Menza Mind Game. So there you go. Here's a new board game with a funky little name that I like to say, Chickapig. It's grown so much that there's a new book, Little Joe Chickapig, and then there's also a plush toy, and I think it's going to continue to grow. I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Brian Calhoun about this game, where the idea came from, and where is this brand going? Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? <laughs> doing good. Hey, it's great to talk with you. Chickapig, congratulations. It's just oh. fun. It's fun to say that word. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, it is fun to say that word. Uh, although I I would have to guess everybody in my life is tired of hearing that word at this point. <laughs> yeah, I can... Well, yeah, I can understand that. Um, well, it's really, you know, doing the research for our interview and on you, I mean, there's so many... There's a lot of layers to you, Brian, um, that I, we don't have enough time to get into, but it's a number one best-selling Amazon board game, nominee for 2019 Toy of the Year, and recommended by Menza Mind Games. That's Those are some quite cool recognition for a game that's not been around very long. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. It's It's been very surprising, the reception we've had, and, you know, very humbling. It's taken on a life of its own, and the book that accompanied it, I'm assuming the game came first and the book came second? Yeah, the book came way afterwards, and the book sort of came with the idea of how to introduce uh, chicken pigs to a younger audience, but also, but also, like, can we bring personality to these characters? Where in the game, you know, we have chicken pigs, and there's no really story behind what they are besides it's a cross between a chicken and a pig. Um, <laughs> but in the book, you know, we want to bring we, you know, I, I wanted to bring life to a chicken pig and sort of figure out what it was and, and make a whole, you know, little world around it. Where did the idea come from? In the beginning of the book, I was reading that um, you were inspired or you thanked. Let me find the page. I just closed the book. Um, right. Thanks, yeah. um, Anne Kingston, for making you write this book. Where yep. did all this come so, from? Well, I ha- I had the game, and I'd been in we the game. We say it's for eight and up, but really, you know, six, seven, eight and up. Um, you know, we have a lot of adults playing. That's kind of where it started. But it, but I would just. I like I was saying I I wanted something for the for younger brothers and sisters because I would see them and she just called me up out of the blue one day and was like Calhoun I don't have any good you know I've read all the good books like can't you write a chicken pigs book and and I was like whoa and then she stayed on me like you need to write this 
and it and it was like a light bulb went off and I was like, wow, you know, I really I, I do want to write a book. I, I think like 10 or 15 years ago, I Googled, you know, how to be a kid's book author. And the first thing that came up was, you know, everybody wants to be this. It's one of the hardest, hardest <laughs> professions to get into. And everybody thinks it's going to be so easy. But but I, you know, with the um, with the game's success, it just sort of gave us a, a market and, you know, a toe into the into that world and and you know we've been very fortunate but what's interesting too is that the board game from what i was reading started just you know because of who you are a master craftsman um you founded rockbridge guitars what back in 2002 it started there on on tour buses and tired of board games that and you wanted something different is that right yeah so well the the board game started um much later i mean i i'd been so i yeah, co-founded Rockbridge in 2002. Had been doing that for a decade or more, and and you know, and still do it. I'm not. I'm I'm still very much you know in love with with the guitar building. But the board game started. It it was just as a hobby. I mean, I it, it's similar to Rockbridge. I just wanted something. You know, I I kind of jump around hobbies over the years. And once I once I had this, I. I was showing it to friends and we spent a summer playing it. And then some of my friends were like, man, you got to turn this into a business. <laughs> and we were getting friends of friends asking for copies and, and just the, the whole, the whole process, it was just, you know, seemed very organic, I guess. Well, I'm one of those good friends and your game partners, Dave Matthews. I'm going to name drop some names and you've also made guitars for some world famous musicians, which is Dave Matthews, um, Jason Raz, Keith Urban. I mean, you've got quite a lengthy list of of friends, some pretty recognizable names there too. So it is interesting to see, you know, how you do these hobbies and with Rockbridge Guitars, you wanted to create something. I mean, you're not into, well, here's the wheel. Let me just kind of capitalize on what's already been created. You're always looking for something different that hasn't been created, which I think is really cool. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember the early days with Rockbridge. I started the company with Randall Ray and, and back then, um, you know, I was like in my early twenties and he was a little older, but our market was bluegrass music and everybody that wanted a guitar wanted us to make replicas you know, can you make a copy of a 1930s Martin or you know, that kind of thing? And and I'm so happy. We sort of put our foot down. It's like, you know what, We've, we have a pretty awesome guitar here, and we want to make our guitar. And at first it was hard to get clients because everybody just wanted replicas. But then over time we won them over, as, you know, and as we would get more and pe- more people to say, like, wow, I like what you're doing. And, and it was just because it was different. It was something new. And and certainly with the games and in the book, like I'm I'm not a board gamer. I, I haven't played too many board games. I don't know you know what's going on in the board game world. Um, I'm definitely you know make, uh, meeting a lot of people now and and learning learning quickly a lot about it. But you know we came out with this game and 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 just had this sort of very organic path. And so many people that I've met in the industry said like. Games aren't developed like this. I mean, what I mean is we spent four years like grassroots marketing of, you know, starting school programs and sending a friend across the country in a van, like setting up at bars and, and you know, all these little partnerships, kind of like you develop a, a band sort of, you know, from the ground up. And and what we were doing is we were getting like one person at a time to really play the game because I, I feel like if I pull a game out of the box, I don't care what game it is and play it with my friends. I'm not going to like it as much 
as if one of my friends shows me how to play a game. And so our thought was like, let's really just teach people how to play this. And so I think the first, you know, the, we, I always, always say the first, you know, big group of people that played this uh, were taught how to play. And I think that makes a big difference because then we had people that believed in it and they would want to play over and over and they'd want to show their friends. And it's a, it's a slow road, but, um, you know, now I think it's sort of caught up and, you know, we've got all these opportunities to get out to a much greater audience. Um, but hopefully people will keep uh, learning how to play and showing their friends. Well, yeah, Chicka Pig has definitely taken on a life of its own. Is it is it difficult to balance between you know guitars and and the game? Which or how is that working for you? It is. It's definitely <laughs> difficult to balance. Um, as Chicka Pig sort of grows, um, you know, I'm getting more help, and 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 that's that's making a big difference. And with Rockbridge, I've been doing it so long, you know, I'm very comfortable there. And, and it's sort of, it used to be that Chicka Pig was at night and on the weekends, and now they definitely sort of merge and I jump back and forth between everything all day. Um, but that actually works well with me. I mean, that's my, how my brain works anyway. It's hard for me to <laughs> do something without <laughs> jumping to the next thing in the middle of it. Well, and I think the collaboration that you have with the kids and within the schools, and I was reading to um, the Institute of Autism, they also participate in gaming events. I mean, that just that alone and watching kids um, embrace this and embrace the book and just watching that impact, that's got to be so fulfilling and uplifting. And it I'm sure blindsided a bit too. Yeah, you yeah, you nailed it. I mean, it was it was the turning point for me with this whole project and and before before that, before we went into schools and before we linked up with Virginia Institute of Autism, our main, you know, grassroots movement was like different bars and and you know, adults and drinking and you know, and of course people would take it home and play with their kids and we had that feedback but there was a turning point and when I started bringing the school, uh, game into the school systems here in Charlottesville and now we've branched out you know far beyond but at first Charlottesville and we had all these schools that had chicka pig leagues and tournaments and and it was getting the feedback and it was parents saying like, whoa, my kids are putting down their phone to play with me. And it was teachers. Um, I mean, at the Virginia Institute of Autism, it was teachers saying they're choosing to sit together and play this social game instead of playing their, their video games on, on break. And, and they just said, it's like, we're seeing this social interaction that is just remarkable. And there's actually another, uh, Center, the Fajon Center in Richmond, Virginia, that's doing an official study to see, you know, chick a pig with autistic students. And it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it sort of melts my heart in a way. Um, and, and we just, it's also opening up more opportunities, you know, for this sort of thing. Um, I mean, for instance, the book, uh, about following your dreams, we printed 5,000 copies of this book before it was published, and we were going to self-publish and sort of put it out in a grassroots method similar to the game. But then once we got the book published, and we and you know we were so lucky, and it's um, with a big release in Target, then we had this warehouse of books, and you know we could have sold them on our website, but we thought what's the better thing to do? And now we're giving away every single book. And we've already sent one to every elementary school in Virginia. We've sent one to um, every classroom in the East Coast Migrant Head Start program. And we're just finding sort of different areas to donate these books. And it and it's just been so cool that this, this uh, chicken pig thing has opened up these opportunities to do a little good in the world. 
Well, I think it's awesome. And it's, it's, I mean, it's just amazing. And congratulations on that. Brian, where can we find more information about you, Chick Pig, the book? Where, where do we go? Well, so Chick, we've got our Chick Pig website, um, you know, that, that's up and running. The, the book is only available at Target. Um, and that's both in stores and online. Uh, our website will take you there as well. Uh, the game is available at Target and, and everywhere else. And, you know, been Rockbridge guitars. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I have something on myself anywhere, but but I think people can piece it together. Well, Brian, again, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and thank you for this work. Well, thank you so much. Open Air is written, produced, and hosted by Don Newton. Sweet, sweet Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org.